0: This podcast is brought to you by CATV, building community in the Upper Valley through media.
1: Hello and welcome to Shelf Help, a podcast where booksellers help you answer one of life's trickier and we argue most important questions. What should you read next? I'm Lisa, co-founder of The Book Jam, a nonprofit designed
2: to help you find your next great book. I'm Carrie Moit, one of the co-owners of the Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont.
3: I'm Emma, one of the co-owners of the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont. I'm Allie, I own Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. And I'm
0: Sam, and I'm the other co-owner of the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont.
1: Our first two episodes introduced you to the people that are involved in this program. If you haven't yet listened to these episodes, we recommend that you do so, so you know a little bit more about each of us, the people who are recommending books, and it might help you decide what fits what you want to read next. Which bookseller you want to listen to? Exactly, which (laughs) one of them? Listen to them all. Prior to this, all of our topics have been generated by the people sitting at this table. And I'm happy to say that today, for the first time for episode number seven, we are answering questions from our listeners, listeners like you. So thank you to everyone who sent in requests. We're going to try to fit everybody in. And remember, we want to hear from you again and again. So please send us your reading dilemma to shelfhelpuv at gmail.com. We'll do our best to answer it in one of our upcoming episodes. One of our questions came from Karen, and she wanted a book that combines balance between fun and thought. We also had a question about a funny book. So we sort of merged the two of those together into this category. And I'm looking around the room to see who wants to start us off. Allie. Yeah. Previously, before we had the inquiry from Karen
3: and we were just looking at potential topics and I was thinking about funny books, I was kind of looking at it like that'd be a good one to do because I truly am horrible at funny book recommendations. Anytime somebody comes into the store and asks for a funny book, I just completely blank. I also sometimes books that on the back, it says it's funny. I find them like incredibly painful and not funny sometimes.
1: Um, so this was a challenging one for me. Who wrote this copy?
3: Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to recommend a book today that I'm actually just a little bit of the way through. So if you take this recommendation, I didn't know what was coming. And that book is Unlikely Animals by Annie Hartnett. Have you guys read this yet? No, I've been wanting to, though. Good cover. Great cover. cover. I was 100% just drawn in by the foxes. And I'm really glad that I picked it up. I think I knew this at some point before I started reading, but I had not fully registered that it's actually set in the Upper Valley, in a fictional town that is probably somewhere in the vicinity of Plainfield, Cornish, Croydon. The name of the fictional town is Everton, and it is about a woman in her early 20s. She's a med school dropout, and she's returning home to care for her father. Which doesn't sound super funny, but get this. He is dying from a mysterious brain illness that causes him to see woodland (laughs) creatures. Woodland creatures. Well, that's
1: right. um, <laughs> what a way to go! <laughs> yeah. it's, it's quirky. Like Green and Snow White. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and it turns out that these visions of woodland creatures and also of a dead naturalist are kind of linked to a person who set up this game preserve that is actually a real game preserve that is super secretive in that part of the upper valley. I need to not so secretive now. It's, it's <laughs> apparently there's just an air of. secrecy around it. If you read the Wikipedia, it says it's known for its secrecy. Is that where J.D. Salinger lived? (laughs) No,
2: J.D. Salinger lived in Hanover, right?
3: No, I think he was down there somewhere. Was he?
2: Yeah. I think it's further south.
3: Oh. I just know that he used to go to the periodicals room, and I may or may not have seen him there once. Anyways, now that she's home, the main character named Emma... She discovers that her best friend from high school has gone missing, and the local authorities think that it is related to the opioid epidemic, and so they are not putting energy into finding her, and so this becomes kind of a way of bonding with her dad because he believes that she is still out there. So it's dealing with super heavy themes, obviously, and some of which are close to home, and the setting is literally close to home, but it is just so quirky, so funny at the same time, and it's in a way that that the humor is not lost on even me, who sometimes doesn't pick up on the humor. (laughs) Um, It's part historical fiction because she's also looking at real life figures. It's really well researched. She spends some time talking about the research that she did. She is not local to the Upper Valley. She actually started this project because she was visiting friends and just kind of fell in love with this really strange situation with the land and that led her down this whole rabbit hole she really does her best to make sure that she's telling this story in a responsible way since it is not her home but reading it i honestly thought you know she could be actually coming from here there's a little bit of absurdity and there's some magical realism i think One of my favorite things so far is that it's actually told from the point of view of the dead residents of a cemetery. And so they can see and hear all that happens within the limits of the town. And so you get this kind of like Greek chorus effect. It's really cool. There's a lot going on in there. There's a lot going on in there. I, you know, and I'm only, I'm still trying to synthesize it because I'm only like 70 pages in and I'm like, I don't really know exactly where this is going,
1: but I'm, I'm enjoying being along for it. So even as a non-local, she doesn't have a thing in there that you can make a cell phone call from Thetford, which bugs me. <laughs> that, it's that is not possible. Yeah. She changes <laughs> most of the names. There's some historical names
3: that she doesn't change. It's, it's a fictional the version Valley of vibe. Upper Valley Yeah.
1: The Upper Valley,
3: New Hampshire News instead oh, of the Valley right. News. New yeah. So. Emma, do
4: you want to go next? Sure. The book I want to talk about is Pre-Study by Patricia Lockwood, which is written by this poet. And I kind of particularly love books and memoirs written by poets because I think that their grasp of the English language is just elevated. It's really funny. It is about life as a pastor's kid. This takes place mostly during an eight-month period where Patricia and her husband moved back in with her parents and her dad is a pastor. A Catholic priest who is married, I forget how that's possible because I don't think priests are allowed to get married. But they are. (laughs) That's a magical them. (laughs) (laughs) It is dark and hilarious and poetic. It pivots between raunchy and sublime. And it mixes the sacred and the profane. I adore Patricia Lockwood, her poetry. Anything she writes, I'm there for it.
1: Let's just keep going around the table. And Carrie, you're up next.
2: Yeah, so when customers come in and ask for a funny book, the first thing I ask them is, have you read Where'd You Go Bernadette mm-hmm. by Maria Semple? And that's enough of a litmus test that I can usually tell what direction to go in from there. But this book is just laugh out loud funny. It's, it's written in epistolary fashion. So there's emails, there's radio programs, I think. Like there's a whole bunch of different, oh, wow. yeah, all, all different kinds of, of media in there. But it's told from the point of view of like a 10 year old girl who is incredibly smart, and her mother is also, like, a certified genius. In fact, she wins a MacArthur Genius Grant for architecture at some point in her life. The mother has a mental breakdown and goes missing. And so the search for Bernadette begins and the 10 year old daughter feels that it's her responsibility to find her mother. So she's putting together the pieces and there's a bit of a mystery. And of course, you know, you've got to be okay with finding a mental breakdown. Funny.
4: We're all nodding. (laughs) Yeah,
2: You know, you got to be able to laugh about things or it just, it's too much. So the voice is nice and light because again, it's this really smart, young character, and you really want her to put it all together and and find her mom. It's a great book. I do want to mention another one that I really want to read because I don't know if any of you have read it. Kevin Wilson's Nothing to See Here. I almost (laughs) talked about that one!
4: (laughs) It's really good. It's, it's so children. So, it's so oh my God. Yes.
2: <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear someone else here yeah. has read it. One yeah. of our previous booksellers, that was like her favorite thing to recommend. It's so. fabulous.
4: Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a go-to for me. That one is about a woman who goes to basically be a nanny for these two kids who spontaneously uh, catch on fire. They're yes. fine, but they can burn other things down.
1: They can cause harm. Yeah. Not to themselves.
4: Right. Really funny.
1: And, and they have L- very high profile parents. Right. So it's a little yes. bit political,
4: but mostly it's just like kind of a lighter, funny, but thoughtful read.
3: One other that I always lump with those two is Eleanor Oliphant is completely oh, yeah? fine. Yeah. That was one that I just couldn't find funny. I was like oh my God, there is so much trauma in this woman's life. Like, this is devastating. She's an insane alcoholic. Why, are you Why? Laughing? This is horrible. You need yeah. to detach a little from that one. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Just a little
1: little distance. I liked it, but I was, like, devastated for her. Okay, well, we should probably let Sam have a chance to talk, and hopefully these six recommendations so far aren't any that he had.
0: Well, I changed mine, like, four times. We don't talk about this before we in to record and in fact even though emma and i live together usually like she'll ask me a couple of days before what are you going to do for the podcast and i will have no idea at that point and sometimes until i walk into the room i have no idea but what's really strange is that there is a perfect through line between all of our picks what i decided on uh, literally as i walked through this door had to recommend goodbye vitamin by rachel Kahn, which is one of my favorite sweet funny smart substantial novels certainly of the past several years and say it with me folks this is a novel about an adult kid uh (laughs) recently out of grad school whose life has been upended going home to care for her eccentric Somewhat dysfunctional parents. Ruth is the character's name. She is an academic. She's in her early 30s. She's just broken off an engagement. She moves out of San Francisco and goes back home. Her father is showing signs of dementia. Her father is a brilliant professor. Her mother is... Fine, but also very much herself and her mother is definitely a capital E eccentric. And Ruth quickly finds her childhood home to be somewhat stifling. But in the course of this slim novel, which is told in these deadpan little chapters, she comes to make something like peace with her family and with herself as a result of that. This is one of those... Books that I kind of liken to watching a legendary comedic actor in a dramatic role. You keep sitting there waiting for something to happen, like for this person to run into a door or something. What I kept thinking was, this novel's going to get really dark at some point. Like someone's going to break and something horrible is going to happen because that's so often what happens with with books like this. There's tragedy below the surface. This was a disarmingly sweet book with a really lovely conclusion i don't do extremely sweet very well but this was a very funny very genuine book i think that uh, none of its points were particularly saccharine or over the top and it's just it's very satisfying and i think there's a there's a little something for everybody in this book so goodbye vitamin i highly recommend
1: and with that we end episode number seven Shelf Help is brought to you by The Book Jam, CATV, Upper Valley Media Community, and three Upper Valley Bookstores, Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont, the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont, and Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. If you've got a reading dilemma, you can email us a question or send us a voice memo at shelfhelpuv at gmail.com. That's shelfhelpuv at gmail.com. We are here to help your shelves. Thanks for being with us and see you next time on Shelf Help.
0: Thank you for listening to CATV Podcasts. If you found this episode interesting and would like to find more Upper Valley content at CATV, please visit our website at catv8.org. That is C-A-T-V, the number eight, dot org. You can find all of our podcasts under the listen section on our homepage.